It is Monday, the 29th of June, 2020. Fucking Cam Newton is a member of the New England Patriots. Also, some real estate agents are real fucking assholes. All of this and so much more on episode 16. 16 of Complaints and Observations. The greatest podcast hosted by someone who knows so precious little about eh, almost everything. A journey into the mediocre mind of an exceptionally average person. This is Complaints and Observations with Dave LaPointe. Who the hell is Dave LaPointe? Thank you as always, Ken. Appreciate that amazing introduction. It was wonderfully well written and uh, even better executed. So, uh, welcome. Good morning or good afternoon. It'll be afternoon when you hear this, but I'm recording this in the morning. So, um, yeah, a lot of a lot of news from yesterday. Uh, back to back. Twitter bombs uh, from Shefty, Adam Schefter. One, saying that Cam Newton had signed with the Patriots, and two, that the uh, NFL uh, curiously concluded their investigation two minutes after they announced, um, after after the Patriots announced signing Cam Newton. Uh, Announced their findings in their uh, incredibly long investigation uh, on this uh, more supposed cheating from the Patriots. So we'll get to both. Um, talk about some other shit. What I'm trying to get away from is making this a, hey, what's going on with Dave podcast, because my life is inherently boring, and it would make for a uh, dreadful podcast. But it's, you know, the same thing, like talk about what you know. Well, I don't really know anything. That's the problem. I am, uh, I am such an absurd generalist. It's, it's not even, it, it's not a marketable skill by any stretch of the imagination. Although I did put that on my resume to see if anybody would uh, pick that up. Emerging generalist just means I know or I'm interested in a lot of different shit, which is pretty much everybody. But there's a name for it. I think I'm gonna add that to the context of the podcast so that, um, you know, I don't focus on anything at all. So it's just random. It's generalist. Whatever. But Cam Newton. I'm excited. And I'm excited for a couple of different reasons. One... Uh, when he's on and when he's healthy, he's very good. Now, you're going to hear distractors say that he's not. His numbers are good. Um, and if I prepared more for this program, I would go into that. However, I didn't, didn't prepare much. Um, but 
He's a winning quarterback, number one. He's a former MVP, number two. And he played on some shit teams. Like, let's be honest. I mean, that 2015 team where they went to the Super Bowl, and they only lost because Denver's defense that year was otherworldly. Um, I mean, they were 15-1. and one. They were fucking good. So, you know, it's funny how you go from one MVP to another, and apparently it's the first time ever. Uh, where one team has lost an MVP and gained an MVP in the offseason. <laughs> Peculiar. Um, but he only played two games last year, lost them both. I mean, he was probably hurt before the season even started. But he had one of those uh, Liz Frank injuries that is just a nasty foot injury. Not good. But, I mean, if you look at his 2015 season, that's just... It's crazy. He was fucking unreal. 35 and 10, 3,800 yards. He had a good club. He had good running backs. Uh, and that certainly helped. I mean, 182 touchdowns in his career to 108 picks. And he can also run the ball. The guy's run for almost 5,000 yards in his career. 58 touchdowns. Like... How would you not want to take a chance on that? Now, look, I was on the Stidham train. I was all about Stidham. But that was mainly because I, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, all right, well, Belichick loves the kid to keep him around. So why wouldn't I be on board? Well, guess what? He thought enough of Cam Newton. Cam? Can? Can Newton. No, no, it would be Can Mutin. Yep. Can Newton. That's the Dave LaPointe pronunciation of Cam Newton. Christ almighty. Bill thought enough of him to bring him in. Low money, low risk deal. I still like that other kid that they signed, the free agent um, from uh, Louisiana Tech, Jamar Smith. Fuck, he could end up keeping four quarterbacks. Would it surprise you? Wouldn't surprise me. He's done it before. That's how Brady got here. He kept him in in 2000. So I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be very interesting. And honestly, I think the way that this season is going to play out, where there's going to be no fans at training camp, uh, there's going to be no you know, in-person press conferences, going to be no fans probably in the stands. So there's going to be zero pressure. I shouldn't say zero pressure. That's not accurate, but he is going to have the opportunity to to make the club number one, to start number two, and do it in a uh, somewhat relaxing environment. Granted, he still has to deal with Belichick, but you know that they're going to create an offense that is best suited for his style. And from what I've read, Bill has done has had some discussions with North Turner, who is a horrific head coach, dynamite coordinator. He was the coordinator in 2015 when Cam was outstanding, his best season, hands down. And he's he's only he's only 31 years old. He's not old. Just turned 31 in May. He you know. 
he needs a new keyboard because his uh, his you know Instagram page is like reading hieroglyphics. I can't figure that out. He's a strange cat. Don't get me wrong. But quite frankly, I, I mean, he's going to be incredibly entertaining here. If he is healthy, he is going to be fantastic. And he's a fucking monster. What is he, 6'5", 250, whatever? That's fucking incredible. I love that. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. That should be good. Um, the other thing the Patriots uh, penalty there for uh, what would you call it? I don't want to call it cheating because quite it's just so stupid. I mean, honestly, how the league could possibly think that some rando dude in the press box is going to gain anything. I, when, you know, you could have somebody in the 50 yard line with a phone do the same thing and get better footage. Um, but I mean, they, a million bucks in fines, uh, no TV production crews will be allowed to shoot any games during the season. Big fucking deal. You could take it off the TV. How is that a deterrent? Uh, and so, you know what that means? Like, uh, Patriots all access. They are the only ones that are getting hurt here. So, uh, my condolences, Dan Roach. And Steve Burton at Channel 4 for missing out on all the invaluable footage that they are not going to have access to for the upcoming season. They also lose a third-round pick. Well, you know, guess what? They already had two, so now they only have one. Big fucking deal. At least I'm pretty sure they had two. Let me let me, let me take a look. <laughs> I don't want to sound like a douchebag when it's like, oh. Uh, I mean, plus they're going to get a, a compensatory pick for for Brady. You know? And then according to uh, NBC Sports Boston, which is just a bastion of quality info, um, a fourth-round pick for... Kyle Van Noy and a fourth round pick for Jamie Collins. So they're going to be swimming in draft picks. Um, and apparently they, yeah. So they're going to get a third for Brady, but they lose their own. All right, big fucking deal. Then they'll have four, uh, three in the fourth round, a fifth and a seventh, because they traded a sixth to move up. So. You know he's going to trade out of the first round anyway, so big fucking deal. He'll probably just move back out of the first round into the second round, get a second round pick and a third, trade down again, yada, yada, yada. You've heard the same shit over and over again. It's just how he operates. But it just see, it just adds fuel to the fire um, of people... Saying that they that they're cheaters and that they cheat and boo hoo wham give me a fucking break cheating everybody in the fucking league does this everybody in every fucking professional sports does shit like that everybody in every professional sports with an S plural doesn't belong there but I said it anyway 
So, uh, yeah. So you're gonna hear that. And all, all honestly, in 15 minutes, <clears throat> uh, the Patriots provided two weeks of content for all of sports radio and sports TV because Bill Belichick is living rent-free inside the head of everybody in sports media. It's wonderful and amazing at the same time. Uh, what else did I want to talk about? Um, more sports. Uh, Novak Djokovic. He could very well be the best tennis player of all time. And he could very well be the biggest clown in the history of sports of all time. So it would be the coat, clowniest of all time. This is where I need the Price is Right loser game show sound. That was a shit joke. Or a gong. I'm a big fan of the gong. You make a shit joke, you're getting gonged. You have to download that sound. The downside with this program that I use to put this together, I'm not able to add sound effects during the show. It's a very low-budget operation here. So, uh, but yeah, so this fucking guy has been saying for, for a while now that he's not playing again until there's a vaccine, and to top it off, he's probably not going to take said vaccine because he's one of these loony anti-vaxxers. And then he shits on the U.S. Open and says that it's not safe enough because it's New York City. Well, what does uh, our dear friend Novak Djokovic do? But he stages multiple charity, air quotes, events in uh, Serbia or Croatia. I can't remember exactly where, which one he is from. He is from Serbia. Um, But the tour was in a number of different locations uh, involved a number of, um, you know, different types of events. They played basketball. What the fuck? This is what happens when you go to CNN. Fuck you. Making noise. Oh, autoplay videos. Fuck. They are the fucking worst. Oh, fuck. That is awful. Nobody needs that. I was in a flow. Jesus. Anyways, this fucking jerk-off holds this fucking tour uh, that he's going to play tennis. They play, and and guess what happens? This fucking douchebag catches the Rona. Because he's playing to... Uh, in a in a stadium with with uh, with fans, uh, no distancing, no masks, no probably no fucking hand sanny to be found. Uh, you know, and there were like four of them that got it, and then they went to a club to boot. Just so dumb. It's so stupid. 
Like, the easiest way to get this to go away is to just fucking don't do shit like that. Yet, for some weird reason, we as humans in 2020 can't figure this out. In the Middle Ages, when the plague showed up, what did people do? They stayed home. They didn't go anywhere. They didn't gather in groups. Man, oh man. But this fucking jerk off, like, fuck this guy. He's a fucking idiot. Uh, you know, and the, a bunch of other people all tested positive. You know, some people tested negative up front, and, but they still have to quarantine. Self-isolate, as they call it. Um, the dude from the Nuggets, uh, Jokic. Yeah, that's his name. Yeah. He got it. Because he was hanging out with his fucking bum. He probably thinks the earth is flat, too. So, uh, busy weekend here. Uh, house is going on the market, I believe, today. And um, so we did some uh, house hunting, open houses. Open houses in the age of COVID. Uh, someone needs to write a short story or a play. Uh, you know, the term open house means it's open. You can come by, take a look at it. Open houses in the age of COVID, uh, you need to jump through fucking hoops and make appointments to see them. Doesn't doesn't help that it's this current market where it's absolutely seller's market. Uh, nothing is going for asking. Everything's going for over, for the most part. But uh, went to look at a house. The the listing said open house Sunday one to three. Show up Sunday quarter past one. Get out of the car. Take three steps towards the house. Someone opens the front door and yells, Do you have an appointment? To which I say, No. It was in the listing. And I'm thinking there was nothing in the listing. Now, earlier in the day, we went to one in the morning. And the realtor asked if we had an appointment. We said no. She said, um, yep, it's appointment only. It was in the listing. And she said it nicely. And I said, oh. so I, you know, I pull up the listing. There it is. In big fucking capital letters, first sentence, uh, requires an appointment, missed it. So I said, you know what, I missed it, I'm sorry. But she said, look, no problem, mill around, take a look out back, around the side. Uh, when these folks in here are done, I'll uh, I'll welcome you back. I'll, I'll welcome you in the house. Awesome. Go in, we like the house, layout's exactly what we're looking for. Probably going to put an offer in on that. Back to the other one. So I'm standing. Now this woman is yelling at me from across the front lawn. I'm standing there listening to her screech at me. 
It was clearly stated in the listing. Appointment, oh, I'm booked solid through five o'clock. Okay, thank you. You need to go through the agent and the and your broker and some other person. You need to sign a COVID sheet because of, cause of COVID. Okay, thank you. And I'm booked solid through five. You should have talked this over with your agent. Thank you. But you need, I'm booked, but, but, but. She just fucking kept going. There was no fucking need for this. Now, there was nothing in the listing that the word appointment was not on the listing. There was some gibberish in there. Uh, like buyer, buyer agents, something or other that as a layman, I don't know what that means. So, apparently this person thinks that the only people looking at uh, going to open houses are going to open houses with their agent. I don't see the point of that. Quite frankly, I wouldn't want to. But this woman's fucking attitude, it stuck with me and it ruined me for the remainder of the day. Our realtor came to take pictures of the house for the listing. And I told her, I said, I need you to get in touch with this realtor because I want to see this house. And then I want to go up to this fucking twat of a realtor and tell her how fucking terrible she is. But do it nicely. I'm not going to stoop to her level. I may even pull out the old, ma'am, I'm in sales line, which... Is just the fucking worst. <laughs> it's like the douchiest fucking thing you can say. It's been said to me way more fucking times than I care to count. It's like, ma'am, I'm in sales. Well, well fucking congratulations. Do you want a fucking medal? Yeah, you're in sales because you're an idiot. Like the rest of us people in sales. But I just want to say, like, there was no need for that. What she could have done is waited till we got closer to the house and said, I'm terribly sorry. It's appointments only. I'm booked through five. Here's my card. Give me a call. We'll try to set something up. Can't promise you anything, but we'll try to set something up. That's how it should have gone. It's not how it went. And it's the kind of thing that has really fucking pissed me off. Way more than it should. But because I am a petty bitch, it has stuck with me. Uh, and I can't stop thinking about it. And I really hope, I just, wow, that was, I was talking so much and I just breathed. That was a Darth Vader breath right into the fucking microphone. Did you like that? <laughs> I didn't I didn't walk this morning and I think that has a lot to do with it. Typically I would go for a walk, mile and a half or so. I didn't today. Don't know why. 
So I don't have my wind. And I hope you enjoy that. Because that's what that was. It shouldn't bother me so much. But it did. It bothered me. Because I, I don't like... Uh, I don't like being talked down to. And I like to think that I don't do that to others. I may do that to her. Because she's a twat. Seeing as it's Monday, it is time for three gripes. Uh, I'm going to do something a little different. Eh, Not really different, but... Um, I have two things that I want to talk about, and then the third is going to be a random selection from my absurdly long Evernote list. Evernote-nist. Boy, I am fucking on it today, huh? Good thing I decided to talk into a podcast, talk into a microphone. Fuck, see? Fuck. The Human Torch applied for a bank loan. All right. Good thing I decided to talk into a microphone as a hobby, seeing as I can't talk properly. Whew, man. All right. So, I don't know if you heard that, but I farted in my chair. Um, gripe number one. How driving used to be. This is mainly for us olds. Um, the uh, younger segment of the audience, which I'm sure is massive, since I have on average 22 listeners per show. The goal is to someday wake up and then see that hundreds of listens on, on each episode. That's the goal. Just out of the blue, something I said, something I did. Probably nothing good. But it just all of a sudden happened without any actual work on my part. Anyways, uh, how driving used to be. Now, um, there are so many instances of um, what's now called reckless driving, drunk driving, Impaired driving, if you will. Um, Back in the day, from when I was a kid or when I was a teenager, but there were a few things in particular that I wanted to talk about. Now, the drunk driving thing, you don't want to drive drunk. The only reason I brought that up is because I specifically remember... uh, Stories from like my dad and from my friend's dads talking about how you would just drive around with, you know, picking beers off a six pack on a long drive. It just was like, that's fucking banana land. That's craziness. Anyway, uh, first thing, like sitting in the back of pickup trucks. You don't see it anymore because apparently somehow it's illegal. You know, one kid fell out of it probably in fucking Alabama or some shit. 
fell out of it while I was driving. He split his fucking head open. Now the whole country is, oh, I can't ride in the back of a pickup truck. I'm sure that it's ignored south of the Mason-Dixon line. Just like they ignore fucking everything else. Um, but you don't see it anymore. I specifically remember one time uh, sitting in the back, well, laying in the back of a pickup truck on the way home from a bar. <clears throat> uh, the driver uh, driving erratically. It was a full pickup. No, no more seats, so they stick the fat guy in the back. Uh, that was an adventure. I'm glad I didn't fucking puke all over myself, but uh, good times. Don't see it anymore. Yesterday, driving down the street, I see a car coming towards me, and there is a foot, a left foot, sticking out of the window. You don't see that anymore. And that, honestly, the foot is what got me thinking about this in general. How much fun it used to be to drive. It's not fun anymore. It just seems tedious because of, you know, traffic, the fucking just the, the, the volume of cars at any time of day. Rush hour is a non-existent thing. You have varying levels of rush hour throughout the course of the day, no matter where you are. So, you know, obviously it's going to be busier in the morning and the afternoon, uh, in the morning or, you know, from three o'clock on. But what used to be, you know, an hour, two hour traffic window is now 6 a.m. to 10 p.m., uh, 10 a.m., and then 2 p.m. to fucking 7 p.m. or 8 p.m. That's rush hour now. Shitty cars. You don't see shitty cars for a valid reason. Uh, you know, emissions problems. You can't have them anymore, so car makers had to make their cars a little bit better. But it was funny to think about. My wife was talking about a, uh, a Facebook post that she saw from somebody that she knew who posted something about... Um, you know, their father had a car that cost 200 bucks. Every car that my dad ever drove, <laughs> he bought a Cadillac later in life. He fucking loved that car. Prior to that, every car he drove was probably less than a grand. Tops. One of my stated goals in life is to be uh, independently wealthy enough to then go out and buy uh, the same make and model of all the cars that my dad drove that I can remember uh, during my uh, youth. That's much, most of my life, really, into my 30s. Drove the fucking craziest cars. But they were all shitboxes. He had a Renault LeCar. Uh, which, do yourself a favor, Google Renault Lacar and check this fucking bad boy out. Uh, he had a Datsun sedan. He had a 1980 Chevy Citation, which was the car that I basically learned to drive in. Or the, That was the car that he had when I 
Got my license. A 1980 Chevy Citation AM radio bucket seat. Not bucket seat, bench seat. Sorry. Um, you had a Ford Pinto. You had a Datsun sedan. You had a bevy of mail trucks and just and like box trucks that it would use to deliver mail. Uh, some real fucking gems. Uh, but yeah, that's my that's my goal is to uh, have some of these fucking cars. This is one of these things that you're fascinated by when you're a kid is your dad's cars. And it, it just so happened that all of my dad's cars were fucking pieces of shit. <laughs> you couldn't have that anymore. It doesn't exist. Just like hitchhiking. Oh, my God. There was a guy not too long ago, uh, same guy on you know, uh, during the course of one week, hitchhiking uh, down Route 18 here, south of the city, um, uh, hitchhiking, thumbing, needs a ride. I don't know if that's specifically been made illegal, but again, my guess is that, you know, a handful of people picked up hitchhikers stupidly, uh, and they died, which is probably accurate. But uh, used to be that, that that's a lost art. Used to be able to get you know. Any, I never actually did it. Uh, I remember multiple occasions as a kid, my dad picking up hitchhikers. There was one time where he uh, picked up. He stopped to pick up a hitchhiker because he thought it was a friend of his, and it wasn't. <laughs> the guy didn't even need to go far. Uh, but yeah, most of the time that when my dad would pick up hitchhikers, it was people he knew. There's a guy, you know, he fucking knew everybody. I'm talking about my father. Uh, it's funny. It's good. They missed the guy. Um, he would get a fucking hoot out of this nonsense. I'll tell you that. All right. Gripe number two, the shit on the bottom of a Thomas's English muffin. What a massive fucking mess this crap makes. Uh, we like English muffins in this house. If I'm going to put an English muffin in, in the toaster oven, I'm taking my hand and I'm, I'm taking the shit off the bottom of it. Into the sink. There it goes. Because it's fucking stupid. So I, I had to look it up. I'm like, what is this crap? Turns out it's something called um, farina. Where are they? There it is, farina. It is a uh, a milled wheat, and apparently it's placed on the bottom of the Thomas's English muffin so that it doesn't uh, burn or it doesn't stick to the to the pan that's being uh, grilled in. I would like to think that we have advanced enough uh, that the Thomas's folk can do without this. It's essentially cream of wheat, apparently. So the same shit that's in cream of wheat is on the bottom of your Thomas's English muffin. And honestly, there's no way that they're fucking griddling each and every 
muffin. I also learned that English muffins are only called English muffins to separate them from what we know as just muffins here in uh, dumbass America. Apparently they're similar to crumpets in the UK. Go figure. You learn something new every day. Uh, this is the kind of fucking dumb shit that I would seek out as a kid when I would uh, go into the basement and pull out the 1960s encyclopedia set that was left by the previous owners of our house. And it was all in color. It wasn't a Britannica. It was some other encyclopedia set that I'm sure some poor schlub uh, sold door-to-door, if I had to guess. Or I could walk to the library, which is right down the street, and bust out their top-notch Encyclopedia Britannica and search for Farina. Or actually, you would there'd be no way to get to this. Like There'd be no way for me to know what that was. It would take a lot of fucking work. Now I just Google... Uh, what is on the bottom of a Thomas's English muffin? Boom. There it is. You Google that, it's the first thing. You know, farina. Apparently McDonald's uses cornmeal on theirs because they have to be different. That's what they do. But I hate that shit. It drives me fucking crazy. I don't like it. And I, I wish that the Thomas's people would get rid of it. Because I'm there's no way I'm the only one who hates that fucking mess every single time they go to make a fucking English muffin. Okay, now. Gripe number three. I have uh, 107 different entries into my Evernote list. And I'm going to randomize the list, and I will select the top one. Go, randomize. Number one. Oh, that's a detailed one. Oh, I can't do that. It came up, the fallacy of amateur sports and the NCAA. That's a whole fucking show. Just bought a book about that. Not not about that. Um, that was public stadiums. Another whole show. Do you know what I mean by this generalist? I'm, I'm a generalist. There's a lot going on here. Let's try this again. Give me something useful, Google. Ah, here we go. Uh, the magical allure of free food. It's not really a gripe. I could turn it into a gripe, though. Wait, shit, no, wrong one. Male flight attendants. All right, I can gripe with that. Um, I've never found them to be very nice. I would imagine that half the job of being a flight attendant, male or female, is to be welcoming and nice to your customers. Granted, you're in a steel tube, uh, you know, probably pretty difficult, uh, because you, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of little work that I would imagine goes into being a flight attendant aside from, you know, the fucking safety video. But every single male flight attendant I've ever had to deal with has never had a good attitude, ever. And I can't figure out why. 
There was one there was one flight I took um where there was a guy, an older gentleman, white haired fella, had probably been doing this for years. Um, just a crusty, crusty prick. And anytime he asked a question, uh, it would, it would turn into a, an interrogation. I had asked the guy, uh, about a, a second beverage. Uh, it was a long ish flight. I think it was going to Florida years ago. And I had asked him for a second beverage. Um, I wasn't feeling uh, that great. So I was, you know, hoping for some ginger ale and he clearly was going to do something else when I stopped him to ask this question. And you would have thought I had asked for his firstborn. Uh, it probably took a solid half hour before this thing showed up. And then we landed probably another half hour after that. But my gripe is I just don't understand I wonder if male flight attendants are failed pilots. Hmm. I hadn't thought about that. Or I wonder if, if just flight, flight attendants in general are failed pilots. They wanted to be a pilot. Couldn't hack it. Wasn't good enough. But they love being in the air. So they decided to become a flight attendant. Hmm. I don't know. And then the whole fallacy about attractive female flight attendants. It's not accurate. There's the, you know, there's the occasional one, but most of them, eh. I mean, maybe they were back in the 80s when that whole thing started. Or the 60s, 70s. I don't fucking know when it started. What am I saying? Yeah, male flight attendants. Hmm. I should have given myself a bit more context on that, but the random gripe, that wasn't so bad. I, just, I didn't, I just didn't add any gripes to the list. Um, the next one down is top five meats. That's a whole show. It's a discussion I had with a wonderful coworker or former coworker of mine. Top five meats. That's a whole show. I may just do a special top five meats show. See, now that's the kind of show that you want to have a guest for or multiple guests for top five meats. We'll put that out there. See what happens. Anyway, that's it for the show. This has gone on too long uh, and it was, uh, you know, not, not that great. But I thank you for listening to the program. Uh, check out the uh, Instagram. Uh, Instagram page. Uh, Complaints and observations pod. The Twitter page. Complaints pod. Um, the uh, YouTube page. Complaints and observations pod. I think. I don't know. Uh, I, there should be. A YouTube video this weekend. Um, the 10 Dog Challenge is coming. Uh, we're going to make my uh, slightly obese friend Jeff eat 10 hot dogs and buns. Fourth of July. I'm still trying to narrow down the type of hot dog. 
We're not giving him what he wants. We're going to make him suffer a little bit. So there'll be some YouTube content there. Um, what else do I have to promote? Oh, show mail at complaintsandobservations.com. Send an email. If you can't figure out how to leave a voicemail, an email is fine. Send it in. Be part of the program. I had when I said I was going to do this. I had so many people say, "Oh, I, you know, I'll be a guest on your show." Uh, you know, can't wait for the show. It's going to be great. And you know, I know they're just being nice and and whatnot, but uh, you could be on the show. You could be part of the program. Call in, leave a voicemail, and tell your fucking friends. I need to grow this audience, and I'm doing nothing for it. But you know, I'm blaming you, the listener. Um, bumper stickers are coming. I'm going to give away some bumper stickers so if people can um, splatter them all over their local area. People look at it and be like, "What the fuck is that? What?" Ugh. And they'll check it out. But uh, but that's it. Um, enjoy. Your week. I will talk to you folks on Thursday. Till then, take care of yourself, take care of each other. Godspeed and ta ta.